Hey, what's going on? This is the Orlando's Utah podcast again. It is me and my brother, as always. We have my homie, Patrick, the main man. Hey, what's up, y'all? We got Taven, a.k.a. Tavy Baby. Find him on Insta. Yeah, hell yeah. We're sure Sir Crimson Caruso. Uh, <laughs> my boy. And then the other half of, uh, well, there's actually more members to the band, but we have another one here, Chris. What's up, man? Not much, just popping, you know. Jesus himself. Popping like a came on to this podcast, so. Bless you guys real quick. We have my main man, Sergeant Nigga. What's up? Yo, what's up, dog? You already know. We're back at it again. And then another long-time member of this podcast, Piero. What's good, bro? Yo, what's good, man? It's, it's glad to be back. I'm glad that y'all invited me on. You know, we all got something to share. I'm ready. Oh, yeah, man. So, uh, just before this started, we were just talking, you know, and uh, kind of just getting a little deep in, in the normal, but, you know, like asking some questions that matter, you know, as men and as, you know, as we look to the future. And we're also high as shit, so bear with us, yeah? Uh, we'll start with Pierre, man. I just haven't seen you in a long time. I know that you're doing good right now. You're feeling pretty up. You want to speak more on that? What do you think is like the biggest factor in your, your state of mind these days? The biggest factor in my state of mind these days is there are some days where I feel like I'm, I'm at this point where like I'm, I'm trying to like inspire myself, inspire my others around me to realize like, yo, you're gifted and, you know, this life that you have, like, you can make something out of it, you know. Uh, I'm real, these days I'm real obsessed with bettering my life and the lives of those around me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people, you know, may think I'm, like, crazy about it. You know, when you we say that again, what do you say about improving his life? <coughs> improving, you know, my quality of life as well as those around me and shit. Oh, I thought you said more than other people. Oh, no. Okay, sorry. I didn't um, fucking when you know when, when you're sort of like almost happy go lucky and you're just over the top with the way you think yeah people at times you know they can call you they can look at you you know different and you catch on to that you know yeah at, at certain times you'll even start asking yourself yo like am I crazy mistaken our kindness but we am I li- am I like living an illusion thinking that you know something's out of reach for me and I always have to remind myself you know it's 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 not true like that. Um a lot of people they think they sort of like caught on to what ego really is. And people kept telling me I, I had like I was being ego egoistical. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I ha- I finally found out the other fucking day that it's not my ego like the fucking fuck what was I gonna say man I know I had that shit on top of my tongue good thing we can edit this right <laughs> perfect alright so it's not your ego yeah yeah um You're that, that, that competitive killer instinct yeah. that each of us has 
You know, they don't say you someone will tell you, hey, chill, chill, calm down. Like, they confuse that as ego when really it's the fucking raw passion and hunger that each of us has inside of, of us. Of you your know? intuition? Type shit. It's that, it's that natural drive you have when you want, you have a goal and you look at yourself and the means to achieve it are there, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe you got to work, but that drive will push you through all that bullshit, you know. So when people, you know, tell you, dude, you got a big ego, they're just confusing it with that. And like, that's, that shit is Cause I, friend. I think that to really know if someone has a big ego, you have to really know them on a personal level. Yeah. Because I've really known people with big egos, but like if they like, like spend time with someone like just rarely, you can't really notice it. But like, yeah, like yeah. what you said, some people really will say you have a big ego when you really don't. And you're just like, almost just trying to be better for yourself, you know, yeah, just definitely. try to, I mean, positive, like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like if you like hype yourself up a lot and like. Tell yourself like you're kind of this shit. It, it's kind of good for you. And then someone says, "Oh, you just have a big ego. You know, you're not hot shit." I'm like, "Well, kind of to me, I am." I'm like, "Because well, like I, to I, other I don't to that." Well, I feel like when people say it's bad to have a big ego, it's not bad to have a big ego. It's because we're living in our own universe, and we should think what we want. Yeah, exactly. But what it's I because also we we don't live every day. We live. Yeah. Every, uh, it's like, you know, YOLO, like, like you only live once. No, we, we live every other day. We die once, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And like, what I also think is everyone needs to lose their ego at least once in any type of way, you know? Even if it can be through psychedelics, I think it can really... You mean being humbled? Like, coming face-to-face with an experience where you realize, like, hey... No, I'm talking about, like, literally dissolving your ego through like extreme meditation or like <clears throat> natural psychedelic substances mm. like mushrooms or ayahuasca like i think that could be really therapeutic to anyone on on a dose that could be nice i wouldn't say anyone i say like but to some people, people yeah. i think some people really need to like experience what like blank space is and not just oh, themselves because yeah. I, I i took in i didn't really know i took in a really oh, yeah, I've taken a really high dose of uh, psychedelics and like just surprisingly it didn't freak me out even though like I really experienced like blank space and like out of my body I don't know how to describe it it's almost like describing color to someone but how I would say or feel is like I was like in blank space like I kind of like it's not that I didn't know who I was but I didn't it didn't come to like the thought of any of that you know Yeah. and I think that could be really good for people because it just, I, I don't know how to describe that. I feel like it really kind of opened my eye on things, you know? Because I thought I was going to die for a minute, and I wasn't upset about it. And I think it really taught me to not be scared of death. But, like, to know that, like, death is good, you know? Death is a part of life. Yeah, because mm-hmm. who really wants to be living for, like, 200 years? I think that's pure insanity, you know? Yeah. Because, like... It's interesting, though, because there's, yeah. there's um, a lot of new studies with, like, psychedelics and 
the there's so many benefits to it, physical and mental. You know, there's yeah. there's new studies it with therapy. You, there's new it can studies help you with addictions too. Yeah, with like, like addiction, did, uh, Alzheimer's, like brain functionality, depression. Like, yeah, there's all kinds of things we can use this for. It's just using it in the right way, you know. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it it, it can't just be another party drug. Yeah, I guess of course. I would never them. do mushrooms. Like, like I was talking to him. Like, so alone about mushrooms. Well, everything. But well, let me talk. Come on. I was talking about I was talking, to, I was talking to him alone. Not alone, but, like, you guys were talking. I was like, if I was ever to do mushrooms, I would have to be in my room. Because I remember when I was tripping on acid once, I didn't like when people would disrupt my thoughts. Because it would start going into thought loops after I would try to think about it. And I think that if I was, like, alone tripping, I'd be able to, like, have normal thoughts and not have to, like... Go with the thought loops, you know? Because when you're by yourself, you could, like, have a progressive thought. But when you're with other people, they could, like, get your train of thought off track, and then you'll try to think about it, and then you start having thought loops, and then, like, you start getting anxiety. I don't know. Because I feel like on psychedelics, it could really go south with any little thing, you know? Yeah, it's just controlling your space. And Literally, your and, and, like, I think the key to doing a lot of psychedelics, you got to let go of yourself mm. and just let it take over. Like, there's, like, a meme of, like, me before I, like, get ready to trip. It's, like, some, like a cat eating a fish. And, like, me in the trip, it's, like, a fish eating a cat. Like, what? Like you take the acid and then the acid takes you. Yeah. Like, you let it take you. You never want to completely take forward, like, take control of the acid through the whole time. Well, of course, you're not trying to have ego death, correct? Well, that's a very common thing to happen. <laughs> if, if you don't want to, if you don't want your ego to dissolve... I really consider for you to not do any psychedelics because one tab could do that. Well, not it's you. it's the fact that once you have thoughts <coughs> of taking a substance that makes you hallucinate, yeah. you shouldn't do it. you that fill out of your own human conscience. Yeah. That would be ego there. And like also, I think you that. You shouldn't do it because you would second. Guess yourself and put your uh, mind in a bad state of mind, and you yeah. start tripping out even more. And isn't ego con- uh, uh, related to basically self confidence or how highly you see of yourself? <coughs> because I believe if you completely get rid of your ego, or like uh, I think it's like completely getting rid of, rid of your confidence. No, it's not really. You, you, you need to have some sort of ego. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what I really experienced when I call ego death is like like it's like it just imagine like being born again almost but like you're with yourself you know and like and like for me i think it happened mostly because the room was completely dark and i started like really getting into deep thoughts and then i eventually like started to the peak because i did eight hits of acid and i started doing research after because i didn't even know what ego death was until after like what I, cause I researched how I felt yeah. and, and like, how, like, just imagine like being born again, like, like you're like, what, like what you think about life, you know, like you have your, your house, you know, you have everything that makes you who you are yeah. that gets taken away from you, but you are, it's just your body in blank space, but you could still see and make thoughts about how that like is, you know, but you can't really make a thought of who, like who you really are. Like you can't really like not one time you will like, think about 
anything that's in reality when you're like really like on that level you know and i and i don't really say oh go just take eight hits because it can make you so like on a different level and you could think on other perspectives because other people could react differently yeah like some people could take eight hits of acid and be like fine they'll like be tripping balls you know but they'll be like Ooh, you know but there's some people who could take one tab or just a little bit of mushrooms and they'll fucking go like like on a crazy ass dimension you know well of course it affects people differently yeah well, and i and then uh well the fact that yes that i feel like society kind of ruined um to people to get treated with these stuff is because like like what you said if someone reacts differently and starts freaking out uh i feel like that's just the mockery because like a mockery of it because someone actually can get help of it help from it but there's like these people these group i, I get that they're fun but like some people just use them uh, not moderate they just overdo it yes because i've i've tripped with this kid when I did eight hits, and like he was such an acid head, but like I I don't know why like I, like I like you would think you would have a bad trip because I barely like knew these other two people, mm-hmm. but the other two people who I barely knew I mostly hung out with them and I started to realize the people who I was friends with, they were kind of like not dicks but like I just didn't like their vibes you know because like, um. I just, like, I don't know. I just started, like, second-guessing it. I was, like, talking to this other kid. And I was, like, how do you, like, really feel, like, right now? And he was, like, I don't fucking know. Because he was, like, I think the double amount that I did, you know? 16? Yeah, pretty much. Because I, I bought them all, but they paid me back. Uh-huh. And to the dealer, because I we all pitched in, like, at least 100 bucks, Which was, like, yeah, it was five tabs. But I told him each tab. I'm, like, do, like, a shit ton of drops. Like eight or something, you know, and I was like, well, I'll, I'll give you a hundred and he's like, all right. And it was like this big sour patch and I, and I bought my friend too, cause he was buying one, you know? And like, I just asked him like, how do you feel? And he was like, almost like come up and like, we started to feel it. And he was like, fuck dude. Like he was like, I'm kind of nervous, but like, cause he's done it before. He was like, I'm just ready to like blast off dude. He's like, I haven't done this much. And like an hour later, like, I know you guys can't see this, but like, imagine someone's like eyes wide open. Their pupils are like huge. And they're just, like, staring off in the blank space. Mm-hmm. Like, I tried talking to him. I'm like, are you good? And he didn't respond. And, like, I went up and, like, felt him. And he didn't, like, even, like, check. And, like, I was like, oh, he's alive. He's chilling. And I knew it wasn't fake acid, like, because I was like, this is fucking, this is crazy, you know? You know. And, like, after, like, I started tripping so, like, so bad. That I was, like, spinning it, like, walking in the rooms. And, like, everything was, like, melting. And I was, like, thinking... Like, should I freak out? Like, I was like, wow. literally, I was like thinking, wow. <laughs> Thank you for the story, son. Anyways, all right, all right. Eagle right. death. Um, all right, hold on, bro, hold on. I'm gonna fucking shift it. So, Piero, you were talking about like, you were talking about like certain questions that like men ask themselves, or you feel like men should ask themselves, in, like, I guess, an open. An open conversation, like an open setting, like mm-hmm. the way we are in right now. So I'm gonna let you take the floor, bro. All right. Um, if you want to talk on like maybe one that you have on your mind or one that you feel like you should ask a group of men. So I'm gonna give you the floor, bro. I say the only question I have is 
<clears throat> in the in this life as a man, do you want to be like grand and set yourself apart from the rest, or would you like settle with mediocrity? Or is that how fuck you say? What is mediocrity? Just like average. So like so I average. Average. Yep. So I feel like. <clears throat> so personally, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this one, bro. Please. So like, personally, I feel like men or women, like your point, your purpose on this like and you're in this life is to make your mark, right? So like whether obviously you want to do good, but some people are known in history for like not the greatest things like Hitler. Hitler will always be remembered in history for shit that he's done. Is he insane? Yeah. Is he a genius? Yes. He's probably so in, so insane that he was literally like, he was so smart that he was literally insane. Mm-hmm. Right? I feel like whatever you do in this life, obviously like everyone has a purpose, but I feel like where people get lost is they don't reach the actual purpose. Whether it be you have a kid or you have some sort of setback. I'm not going to really call a kid a setback, but technically it is because whatever dreams and aspirations you had, they have to be put on hold because now you have this, you know? So you have to take care of now this little individual that like, a kid doesn't know what it's like to go hungry, or they shouldn't know what it's like. Uh-huh. That's your job as a man and as a as a parent Absolutely. to provide. So, like, whatever dreams and aspirations you had, now they're on the back burner until this kid grows up and becomes an adult themselves, which is 18, 21 years, 25, whatever it is, until you decide, like, hey, like it's your time to go now, you know? But I feel like you should always try to, like, do, like, grand things, always. Always, you know? Always. Like... You guys know in the you guys have watched the movie Three Hundred yes. before, yeah. Um, there's that one fucking pharaoh, or whatever. He's like six foot nine or some shit. Has glitter like, you know, rubbed on his body and it's out of gold and shit. Yeah. And you know he has people come, you know, and and present like carrying him and shit on some sort of like charity type shit. And then as he stands up and walks down, they make a human stare human stairway mm. out of him. You know what I'm talking about? And you know, he's draped in fucking gold yeah. and diamonds and shit. When I saw that, I was like, that's the type of fucking shit I'm trying to be on. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Um, that's my ego in a way. Cause I asked my coworker mm. who's, who's from Iraq, who's very religious. And I was like, don't you want to fucking live like that? Like live fucking grand. And he's like, I could, but my God would see me and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, um, in the process of me just sort of trying to outreach my 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 thinking, like I like to think big and shit. I try and keep you know, clo- I try and keep close with with, with the Creator because I know ultimately, like, it is real. Like the if y'all don't believe in religion, if y'all don't believe in God. Just think about this, bro. Each and every fucking one of you has a gift, bro. A gift within you. And that gift was given to you. You know what I'm saying? That gift was given to you so that you can use it here on this earth. You know? To keep your gift inside you and never, you know, give it the opening and share it with the world. That'd be selfish, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. So find that gift. And share it and shit. This gift was given to you. Once your life is over, you have to give, you know, the gift back to you. And so I truly believe that this gift, 
comes from the creator. Like, what do you mean? Like, what? What do you mean by that? God Himself. Like gift. Like, like. So whatever it is, like you playing guitar, being in a band, being a good vocalist, a lyricist, a poet. If like, you, so you're saying if I don't tell people like how I, not tell people like if I. Your like, gift could be your fucking singing would give someone an orgasm. Oh yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you just stopped it. And you don't and capitalize on it, exactly. you didn't capitalize it, you're not fucking sharing your gift. Mm-hmm. That would be selfish of you to keep it, you know? So if we have, you know, you know, it, it, it's different for each of us. You know, you find it as you go as you go along. Uh, and you know, the, the search is quite something because the search is basically you becoming. Yeah, dude. I feel like who needs to hear this right now, the biggest is probably Mark Zuckerberg. Cause he has some shit that he he's a fucking wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, For Elon Musk. Hold on, man, hold on. Elon Musk has some shit. I want to ask you something. So you said how like you're comparing your <laughs> ego to bless you to that god, that king in three hundred, right, Xerxes, that tall ass motherfucker. Okay. You're saying you're trying to be on some shit like that. Are you trying to be on some shit like that? And like this kind of gets real murky, so I'm not gonna try to make it murky. Please make so you're saying that like you want your ego to be that big or are you trying to see yourself as a god because he sees himself even though he's a king he's a god-like king that's why like when he you've seen the movie obviously right yeah when he throws the spear and he says that even a god like even a god can bleed yeah okay so like i don't know if you're religious or not but like you know they say like Thou shall not represent a false idol, or like you yourself should not be a false idol. Trying to present yourself, you know what I'm saying? So like, is it is it your is it your ego? Are you trying to be that big? Which is great, man. I mean, like you should always want to strive for the biggest fucking things, right? You don't want to be fucking. We just talked about you don't want to be average. So is it you as like whatever it is that you're doing? You want to be that big, or is it your actual ego? I want, I want it, you know, whatever it is, to be big. Yeah. And oh shit, I used to know how to do that, man. My ego was a part of it, but now I recently just fucking found out um, a milestone that I reached in my in my growth is I used to you know think of myself as a god, you know, when I was at my best, <laughs> and now I've. I've been, uh, you know, I grew enough, matured enough to realize that, you know, the, the creator is above me and I acknowledge him as above me and I acknowledge me as, I, I acknowledge him as like almighty and shit and like something, you know, to worship for me to like actually worship and shit and give my, my thanks to before, you know, just very, very recently this was a recent change but before I would give thanks you know to the creator but I wouldn't be I wouldn't worship and that was you know my ego that that sort of arrogance and and now I'm not a way to strip away that arrogance because I know that that actually you know makes me even more the man I'm supposed to be confidence is the the drink of the wise man and the liquor of the fool. And I'll tell you all right now. It's back on. Each and every one of you is going to be successful in this life. And, you know, 
whatever you choose to do with that success, you know, don't forget to to enjoy it. Um, I definitely know that with my success. Can I? Oh, sorry. I'm gonna fucking go ham, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't do this shit so I can wear suits in the future and make good decisions. Ooh. Nah, like, hell nah. I'm here to, like, enjoy the one life I'm given and making sure that my grandkids' kids are taken care True. of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's interesting, bro. I love, I love these podcasts because, well, talking to people in general, when you're in that, like, that very, like, flow-esque kind of vibe, it's because you make like connections like when you were saying uh it's all about the was it the journey you said it's that journey to to make those mistakes and you learn from it and you said like just recently you learned like through your arrogance you know and he was saying something before i was talking to you david and you're like uh you said something like i feel like nowadays the problem is nobody just goes for it anymore you know, uh-huh. nobody just shoots for whatever the fuck. Everybody has a million reasons not to do something, but it never like, I don't know. You never just work up the courage to do something. It's a big problem with a lot of people nowadays. Well, people are scared to fail. That's what it exactly. is. Exactly. But you have to fail in order to achieve whatever it is that you want. Yeah. yeah. You have to fail. Even like when I said earlier, like, like, you'll learn more from your fuck ups than when, mm-hmm. you, when you're just like, oh, I'm just going to go with the flow, you know, and not try to. Fuck with anything or like second guess or anything, you know. But like when you fuck up, like you everything starts hitting you, you know. Yeah. No matter what it is, like you're forced to think. You know. What went wrong? What could have I done? Like better? if it's a breakup, <clears throat> if you lost your job. Um, I don't fucking know. Just anything that has to do with losing something, there. You definitely learn from it. Yeah. You always improve the most from your fuck ups, like you were saying. Oh, you, just, you just reveal by yourself like oh maybe I could have done a little better here like especially with getting girls or some shit like well it's not gonna work 100% of the time yeah you gotta like like maybe I should have mentioned that I like Donald Trump or some shit you know and then you're like I wanna keep down the low <laughs> shit like that yeah, yeah. yeah you grow more does anybody else have a question that they like wanna ask I guess like yeah You've been asking yourself as a man, but you don't really know how to ask it. Maybe it's like another guy or something. Like the way kind of like how Pierre was saying like, oh, you know, us as men have questions, but you don't really know how to go about it and asking it. So. Here's why I think the questions are hard for ourselves to find is because we're still becoming, you know what yeah, I'm saying? I mean, personally, I really never like to say what if or why. What is that? You know, why is that? I just try to see from like different types of point of views, you know, mm-hmm. and not really try to second guess things or like really put too much thought into it because I don't know. Yeah, like I just because I sorry, I just feel like if I put like too much thought into it, it's gonna create kind of a, like just me personally. Everyone's different, but like me personally, I feel like if I put too much thought into it, I'll be like more stressed out on like what it is, you know. Yeah. Like if I'm like, like so confused on what like, what so, like why something is the way it is like on a situation, if I think about like, what the answer to it is more. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it puts more anxiety, but like once more like I just not not really accepting it, but just like. 
not really giving a fuck, you know, I just, I feel like it can help me move forward in more. The thing about that is, like, the why is also, it can also be, like, an important part of life. Yeah, of course, but my friend was saying that because, but I told him there's just some things that you really don't get to know. And I know that, like, as much as it hurts and sucks, there's just some things in life that you don't get the answer to. Yeah. Like, Like, sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you, are you guys scared of, uh, like, death? No. No. Mm-hmm. You accept that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At one point I was, of course. Yeah. I won't. I won't try to let someone like kill me, you know. But like. Well, that's how you die. That's how you die. But yep, you, you can't be scared of death, bro. Yeah, I know. You know but like, I feel like defending yourself from death is different than being scared than death, you know. But death always death always comes. You can't stop yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Would you say it'd be unhealthy to be scared of death, or no? No. I think everybody at one point but in life I think is, is natural. I think it's unhealthy to want to die, though. I think that's unhealthy to like say, hey, I should die. I don't, I don't want to die, you know. I don't think that's healthy. I think at one point, everybody is scared to die. Yes. Mm-hmm. You just have to learn to accept the fact that you are going to die. So whether you are, when you are here for the time being that you are here, try to make an impact on this fucking planet. Try to be a good example to like future generations, your kids, your kids' kids. You know, don't be, like how we were talking about, don't be mediocre. In the face of death, a lot of things that you think did matter before, don't. don't matter. Like, I'll give you guys an example about money in the face of death. I had a, a uh, my baby was born not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And labor was scary as fuck, because, you know, I felt like death was in the room. I'm talking, you know, both my baby reaching like low heartbeats and you can hear on the monitor like super low like almost like heart stopping type shit uh during isla's labor you know my lady you know the nurses that were coming in were coming along with you know students like inexperienced students and you know like sort of practicing on isla because she's just you know you know any other you know patient you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um so there were scary parts during childbirth that it felt like death was really close. Um, but then my daughter was born and like it went away and just happiness. Uh, and you know, that was covered, that was paid for. Now take for example, uh, the famous football player, Cristiano Ronaldo. He was expecting twins with his wife and uh, you know, just very recently, you know, you know, the childbirth happened, but only one of the twins Wait, survived. Wait, what team does he play for? Right now he's playing for Manchester United. <laughs> oh, wait, you said football? Uh, football is... Oh, I know, yeah, I've heard, sorry. For a minute, yeah, I always get mixed up. Because there's... Yeah, bro. Fuck America, no. <laughs> so he's like a real super decorated player. He has tons of money. Um, so you know that, you're sure that for, you know, his... For childbirth, he made sure he had only the best medical staff, you know, the best, oh, most shit. experienced, um, you know, and he was he was in quality care, you know what I mean? Yeah. But during childbirth, only one of the twins survived and the other one died. And I just because I went through childbirth, if my baby didn't make it through, like it's a devastating yeah. feeling that's hard to explain. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, he has a net worth over million dollars so 
to you know to be during childbirth even though you have the best service you know they don't deliver your baby successfully there's nothing you can do even if you wanted to hand that million over to like get them to like resuscitate her fucking heart you can't like it's useless at that point yeah it's a shame like it doesn't matter what death it doesn't matter how much money you have or who you are like yeah. that's yeah it's, it's unfortunate for sure Death is the most neutral, neutral existence there is. Doesn't give a fuck if you're rich, poor. Yeah, literally. Whatever. Because like I always like to say, no matter where you come from, literally, no matter like come from Texas, New York, Montana, fucking China, we all come from fucked up backgrounds. Like literally, no matter who you are. And no human being is perfect, man. Exactly fucked up backgrounds and it's like different for everybody but it yeah. still hits the same yeah you know? literally it's all anger is anger sadness is sadness fear is fear um right i feel like as you know just because i became a parent recently i've been pondering a lot on what you know i want my family structure to be like and i've been observing other people's parenting styles and i realized that a big responsibility for parents aside from nurturing you know their children and taking care of them financially like providing for them is that you have to it's your job like it is a fucking job and duty for, for you to expose your kid to creativity yeah. so that it will spark whatever interest they may have you know whatever interest may feed them through life like at, if you start them at the beginning, then their lifelong passions, things they enjoy doing, will go on to be how they make bread, you know? Um, and, and by exposing them to creativity, I mean, fuck, you could just, you know, be taking them outside, be letting them interact with people, be letting them, you know, do crafts, taking them to museums, letting them see animals outdoors, yeah. picking up new I skills. think it's amazing how people, like, will be like really good role models on their kids you know mm-hmm. and i think that's like cause my mom's like are you ever gonna have kids i'm like i really can't you know because if i can i couldn't like i'm not trying to be a dick i couldn't really provide like that mental attention and i think that makes me a good person for not wanting to have kids you know because i know i just couldn't handle the mental capacity yeah you know but like i have nephews and shit you know so like yeah that's chill you know mm-hmm. how old's your daughter a month Congratulations, bro. Thanks, bro. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Appreciate it. And, um, you know, putting them in all these activities, taking them to all these different places, exposing them to new things, um, it will. Sorry, I just be losing my fucking shit. It's a bonding experience for sure. Yeah. I bet it's. They will, sorry, sorry. They, they will let you know what they don't like. You know, oh, yeah. if they don't like soccer, they may like dance and shit. Um, you know, if they don't like sports, they may want to be a creator on the canvas and shit. Um, but they'll let you know what they like yeah. and what they don't like. And also, you know, during that, you also got to encourage them. If they yeah. like drawing, you know, come home and give them, you know, papers, yeah. pencils, colors. And if they like the outdoors, Get them fucking Who's swimming. Yeah, get them the necessary. Get them the necessary. But like, if they want to like play instruments, like, scooter, yep, yeah. Because yeah. like, ever since I was a kid, I've always wanted 
to play instruments and like what because like I was like five and my mom was like literally you can't play guitar she's like your fingers are just fucking small like she didn't say that but she was she just told me you know she's like you can't play it yet she's like one day you can you know and like I remember in like fifth grade I was like yo can I get a guitar she's like yeah sure if you really want to like I think that's good when parents like yeah like do that because they're supportive. Because if you're not yeah. going to, like, get connect with your kids on that level, they're going to be out, like, getting into fucking trouble, you know? Exactly. Like. I think one of the most unhealthy things you can do as a parent is, like, try to live through your kids. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. talking about, like, those like those parents that, like, take them to, like, sports. But they only want them to play, like, the sport yeah. that they played. Literally, yeah. dude. Like, yeah. Yeah, because, like, some people would, like, think my mom, like, oh, did you, like, give him lessons? And she was like, no, he just wanted to. And, like, my mom's, like, sometimes, like, I get fucking annoyed of him playing. Like, no, like, she was, like, he's good, but, like, it could get kind of, like, loud and shit. But, like, some parents are, like, oh, you have to go to fucking music lessons. Like, I hate that because I think that if you either want to be, like, like a football player, like, if you want to be, like, be in sports, you need to dedicate, like, your time to that if you really want to or if you want to. No, but what I'm saying is, like, say, for example, Piero was, like, an amazing soccer player, right? Yeah. Towards ACL, he couldn't play anymore. Was supposed to get like a play for like the Peruvian national yeah, and team, like right? he forces his kids to do it, and then he good. forces like his, his sons yeah. to do it. But his sons want to play golf or they want to do football, yeah, like so yeah, something that else. Shit. That's what I'm saying though. Like that's one of the like the most unhealthy things you can of do. Of course, yeah, dude. Then your kids end up presenting you, and they end up presenting like whatever it is that you're trying. They're to gonna do eventually do. turn their backs on you because they're gonna yeah. be like, "Are you really trying to use me to make you look good?" Like the I feel like it's kind of weird when parents like put their kids through like those beauty pageants. Mm-hmm. And like it, yeah, it's kind of like an exploitation of it. A little exactly, bit. Yeah. I feel like once you get to like at the age of at least sixteen, you can start doing like those uh, whatever the fuck it's called, those model things. But I feel like a five year old shouldn't be doing that. You know, like five year olds shouldn't be like comparing. Oh, who could walk prettier and do this? You know, and the mom's like, oh, look at my kid. She's, you know, like fuck that shit. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't think any kid should be getting exploited. Literally. You know. But that's like, it's not my place. Yeah. Don't cut the neighbors along, little nigga. I need beer money. But yeah, dude, I really <laughs> like what you said. Yeah. Though. I bet it's a crazy experience to like create someone, you know, uh-huh. and like teach them new things and like see them like be a person, you know, like holy shit. I just want my future generations to um, to have a healthy growth, man. Exactly. Yeah. And like you know, I almost I know it's, it's kind of funny. Like I was talking to my mom because like we have a lot of younger kids and like they were acting like like so like hyper and like clumsy. I'm like they're almost kind of like little drunk people. Like they'll exactly. like they'll run away like run around all crazy acting like wild and they'll just fucking pass out like on the floor yeah. or some shit. Like they're like little drunk people. It's kind of funny. Once they master their balance. And can communicate back a little bit. Yeah. They become defiant. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. I love it. Like my nephew right now, he's sometimes he just wants to be like how old is he? Like how he's three. He yeah. just turned three. He wants to be like how old or done some doing something. But a lot of times he's like independent. Like he was getting ready for the bath and he's like, yeah, look at me, Theo. I can take off my my stuff by myself. You know, like he took off his sweater, his shirt, and all oh, that. Yeah. And he was struggling with the socks, so I show him, I'm like, pull it from back here, and he gets it, and he's like struggling with his left one, and my brother's like, here you go, and took his socks off, and he's doing like a mean ass fit, he's like, now I want to do it, like, let me, he's like, uh, King Kong ain't got shit on me, put my fucking sock back on, you know, and he took off his sock, 
But it's crazy, man. Like, you could already see that level of just like little, like a little intelligence. Yeah. Like my nephew, is. he has autism, but like you can still see that he's hella fucking smart. Yeah. Like I was like doing research, like dude, like people with autism, the only thing they have trouble with is like communicating with others. So like, that's mostly kind of... ba- about it. But like he's so smart, like he can play video games really well. And like, how old is he? Like five? Yeah. Like he kind of. I'm not trying to like not to be like not in a rude way, but he's not that well at talking. Yeah, like, usually, pe- usually people who have autism are like they have a little harder time yeah, socially like, with people. But you he's know, so. so smart with like other yeah. things and shit. Yeah. Like especially video games, and I feel like Could not a lot of. Not a lot of like five or four year olds could really just sit there and play a game and open it. In a way, you know? Like he could sit there and like literally play fucking like Mario or Zelda and like get into it, you know? Whatever they pick up, it's to master. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Like babies and kids are like little scientists. Like they wanna like so they wanna absorb so much information. And like even us today, we want like our brains are like literally like informational sponges like we want to absorb so much information like that's like one of the things that we haven't changed since we were born like we still crave a lot of information you know i think internet i'm starting to realize now internet is one of the you know greatest fucking things yeah to society at the same time it's really shitty at the same time it's, it's really, really shitty, shitty. Yep. that's yeah. the balance of all things but like recently instead of you know fucking around and wasting time uh, scrolling through social media Wait, can on I, my phone. Go can ahead. I tell you something? Uh-huh. I feel like the reason why it's the best thing of all time, the most shitty of all time, is because people don't know how to balance things in their life. Mm-hmm. If you're just on it like 24-7. Cause like, think about, day, our, think well, about hold on, hold on. Uh, of course that's not going to be good on your mental uh, state of mind, like it's it's gonna put yeah. you down in some ways. Yeah. And uh, but at the same time, it's like the best thing is because you can like look up things that uh normally that like you would have to like dig through like. Well, the language takes, man. Yeah. And like my homie was telling me because he, he he's always on his phone, but he he was like you can say I'm always on my phone, but. He, he will like sometimes play games, but the majority of the time he'll be in like investing into stocks or like selling shit online. Cause he told me he's like you gotta balance it. He was like, you might think like I'm always on my phone scrolling, but I'm either like doing that like twenty percent or like looking on shit to buy to flip and sell or like invest into stocks. You know. Yeah. Internet's <clears throat> a good thing because it connects you with people. Yes. Maybe like yeah. long lost friends or whatever. Like, you can like gain knowledge. Probably not all the best knowledge, but you could gain knowledge. Have you ever found, like, old friends on Facebook? Hmm? It's crazy, huh? Like, I've found friends who I've, like, met in elementary and never saw again. Like, what the fuck? That's right, like, you could connect with people. Like, you could really, like, Mm -hmm. FaceTime people. You can fucking Zoom calls or whatever the fuck you want to say. But the bad thing is, too, is also, like, as many restrictions as there is on the Internet, there's also not, as long as you know what you're doing. And that's where, like, you get all these, like, shit on YouTube like all those kids like all those videos like exploding kids and then you got like Instagram for example you got those fucking people who I got people who are like on Instagram 
Uh, yeah, usually I'll get on it and I'll just send a cue like memes and then I'll get right <coughs> off of it. But then you got people who are like just glued to it and then they see maybe like, maybe I see you and Patrick and fucking, I don't know, the Caribbean or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, that looks cool, you know? And then you kind of like start hitting on them a little bit, not me personally, but like you just, some people are like, well, what the fuck are they doing that they can do that when I don't even see them at work all the time? It gives them some sort of like false fucking image that like you're failing in life because these guys are on vacation. Yeah. Or like they have a, like a certain type of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody should have that certain type of lifestyle, yeah. you know? Yeah. Just because they're in the Caribbean and they're smiling with like a fucking, like a daiquiri or a coconut in their hand doesn't mean that they're not going through their own like mental yeah. health issues. That's what I like to tell whatever. people just to really focus oh, yeah. on yourself. Yeah. Like, don't, like, worry about how other people are living, you know? Yeah. Unless, like, it's your... It's all about how like, you use Unless it's, like, your brother or some shit, you know? Of course you're gonna, like, tell him, like, what the fuck are you doing here? But, like, I don't know. To circle back to a point, it is, like, it's a balance. Yeah. Life in general, it's it's about finding a balance, and shit gets thrown out of whack when mm-hmm. now you find your new normal, you know? Yeah. It's... It's constantly changing, but that's a good thing, man. It keeps you on your toes. It keeps you fucking... The downs make the ups so much better, and with time goes on, the ups get way better. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As, as much as people hate change, you have mm-hmm. to be willing. Life is always changing. Yeah. You know, I don't think people really the understand how much there's like... Only people really understand how much you change in life. But, you like, life is constantly changing. Like, last time I saw Piero, you we were inside the apartment... You didn't have a kid yet, right? Yeah. No, I remember something that you said when we were in the apartment. I had a certain text message. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> you remember what I'm talking about? <laughs> so it's like, it's crazy, man. Hey, that's that's was one point in life, and now I feel like we just kind of like, <coughs> we reconvened at this like, players party, you know, this players club across the table, fucking Joaquin's round table of nights. It's like, I think we're all in somewhat better situations for ourselves. Like, and if we're not, it's, we got a positive outlook towards that situation. You know, we have an idea and a loose kind of structure of where we want to go and what we want to do. And I don't know, it just gives me a positive light. I kind of, it's one of those things like, I love doing the podcast sometimes because I didn't even realize I needed it. Like, yeah, I was thinking the other day, I was like, bro, like, it's actually like hella chill to come in here, like, because I really just forget about shit, hella, like, we'll just talk, you know. It's the whole purpose of it. Yeah, that. like, honestly, like, because I didn't really think of it at, like, at first. Like, I thought, like, oh, it's going to be chill, but, like, I remember, like, hey, I was, like, hella, like, forgetting about hella shit until I got home, I was like, like I remember just like being here like hella chilling to so, like being in my room just like we all sound like fuck mm-hmm. it's like tw- I, I just love to do this 12 on 5 uh yeah just uh finding that balance bro and it's like I don't know I think with time we all get closer and we kind of you got to share your experiences and you got to pass on what knowledge you have to the people around you, your peers and the future generations. You know, that's the only way they're going to grow. It's yeah, some, you, something I've learned recently. It's like, as Even with the short time that I have on this planet, there's still people, you know, that can use some of what I have. You know, mm-hmm. we all got something to pass on. That's why like, 
one thing I like is hey, if you got to invite someone to the session, if you don't got a match, bring a story, bring you your presence, you know, be like, be a good time, you know, have some fun, a good memory, is a fucking, it's a good memory, you know, yeah. there's always something that you should be able to look back on and say, like, hey, that was pretty fucking funny, remember what was going on here, like, damn, yeah, that was a good night. Do you remember, remember when we first started this shit, the podcast? Oh, yeah, we were not in the best place. How old were you when, you, when I met you? What, were you 22, Carol? Me, I was probably, like, from now and then, how are you now? Like, how would you say you're different now? I, in, in those, in those past two years, uh, it was peaks and valleys, so yeah. up and down, so progress and then back steps. And then for a big chunk of it, it was only progress. That's good. Man. But I w- it was I was staying at. You're kind of just like stagnant. I was on a good level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I made. I ended up making a lot of, you know, a big. There was a big period where I was making a lot of mistakes and doing a lot of wrong shit. What year was it? This was last. Twenty twenty. October. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Like it. October. I started. I started making you know hell fucked up decisions. That's where like you know, like. Uh, like 2020 was such a lucky year for everyone in so much different ways like my homie like got dumped after like five years fuck yeah like it was on his birthday too (laughs) yeah we should have fucking took some brooms and locked the door and let his thoughts did he know (laughs) after that after that he started like getting addicted to Xanax I mean here and there he started like this was like two years ago he's here and there he still does them but like he was like fuck I don't even know why I do these it's funny, man. The only reason why I started this podcast was like you and this fucking doofus brother. It's because like I lost my job. Oh, I'm yeah. not you, man. Like I lost my job. I was still I was still looking for work, but like mentally I was not in a good place, man. Like compared to what I am now, yeah, I still got my my problems, but it's whatever, you know. Like I handle them the best I can. But from now until then, it's like day and night, bro. And literally, like 2020 was fucked. Up. I think it was fucked up for everybody. Like, everyone literally needed, like, a reset button. And, like, what we did was we did the podcast. And, like, for seven months straight, we literally partied every fucking day. Yeah. I mean, like, every day. Like, literally, we partied every day. We'd end this shit, like, at 3, 4 in the morning. And I'd still go to work, like, at 7. Yep. And as soon as I got out, we'd do it all over again. But that Dude, shit gets old after a Tuesday, while. Tuesday, like, yeah. hey, we're not going to drink today, huh? Nah, nah. Let's just let's go to the, down to the garage. Yeah. You want to have a beer? Yeah, yeah, one beer can't hurt. Fuck you, and it cut to like 11 p.m. and now we're on our fucking like what third case. Yeah, like you know, you guys came over that one time and we were inside the apartment. We're doing that shit like every day for like seven months, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, what we're doing out here in the garage is like it was needed, but now looking back at it, bro, that shit was so unhealthy. It was unhealthy. It was so unhealthy. Yeah, you know. Literally fucking Griselda going back and forth, fucking, you name it, like it was here, you know? Yeah. Motherfuckers could only have like five people in one city, we had like 50 people in the outside of the garage. That was some bitch, like, that ended up jumping a really good friend of ours. Yeah. Like, crazy shit was out here, bro. Shots pop off, cops come by, yeah. like, hey, you need a beer? Like, yeah, on duty, cool. You know, <laughs> fuck, take off. But, 
So, friendly reminder that when you when you blast and now you're getting ready to leave the scene, always take the shells off the floor. Put That's why you should always have a revolver. Revolver keeps the shells. Hey guys, you just joking. But... <laughs> hey, why'd you say that, man? It made it more interesting. I don't even have a gun. Yeah, yeah. Now I want to buy a fucking $400 one because that shit might jam on me, bro. <clears throat> no, real talk. Now that I became a dad, the same way that moms have their maternal instinct, fathers have their protective mm-hmm. instinct. And I want to make sure that I'm ready at all times to defend my family. It doesn't have to be some fucking thug breaking into my home. It could be, fuck, say, say I go out in the morning and I got my daughter for my morning walk and I'm also walking my dog at the yeah. same time and a fucking pit bull comes in the mm-hmm. that boy's gonna get it yeah. you know what I'm saying cause I what am I gonna do put down my baby let go of my dog the you know? fight or flight responds in fight yeah, or flight exactly. bro yeah. fuck I have to put down fuck an animal that, fuck dog. fucking be sad definitely yeah, I mean I'm gonna be honest if a fucking dog tried biting me I would kick him in the face if, okay. if it was going after my my kid, my nephew, or something, yeah. I'm thing, murking that fucking mutt. The thing I don't is, give, nah. when the human the human ego makes us think that if we were if we were to encounter a, a wild animal, that we could we could take it on. That's um, what it is. Like, yeah. we're, we're, we're like, yeah, fuck yeah, this fucking you know big ass vicious dog comes at me, bro. I already know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna fucking trap him. Pin them. Um, and they it's sad, though, when like dogs are vicious. Yeah, it is. Because like it's like it's not really fault. their fault in a way. Because that's like what they know. They're pure. Yeah. Wait, you're saying that like, hold on, you're saying the natural instinct is to like take on an animal. If we're faced with no, 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 like, but like we're. Okay. we're I want to say my enough. boy, like I ain't taking on a fucking grizzly bear. I'm not that far. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We're confident. You want to take out an alligator? <laughs> We're confident enough to where, fuck, if like we cross paths with a vicious dog and it's getting ready to attack us. Oh yeah. If it's fight or flight and you don't, if you choose not flight, you choose fight. You're already thinking how you're gonna attack it, how you're gonna trap it. When reality, no, bro, this that shit does not matter. This fuck, the dog is a wild animal. He's going off killer instinct. Yeah. You don't. He don't even have time to be falling in your trap. He's all over the place. All over the fucking place. He's unpredictable. Um, oh, yeah. Because I saw a bear or some shit my head. Like, I mean, if I really had to, fuck it, I guess. I mean, it's probably going to take me out more than likely, but fuck that. I ain't trying to stick a bear head on, bro. Shit. So we can keep the lugs on and kick that fucking thing in his head. Yeah, yeah. if I was, if I, like, came in a situation where a bear was trying to fight me, I'd be like, wait, what the fuck was I doing, dog? <laughs> like, why the fuck is, like, by a bear? You don't have to be doing anything, I mean... You don't want to see. You're not supposed to see a bear, bro. I mean, really? No. A bear. That means that, like, same thing with the mountain lion. If you see a mountain lion, that means it's been stalking you for some time. Yeah. No. And you're not. You're not supposed to see those motherfuckers, bro, because they're stealth predators. They're not. You're not supposed to see them. So like, I don't know if you ever saw that video of that guy that was like up in Big Cottonwood Canyon, and he was walking on that trail, and that fucking mountain lion was just stalking him. And he was like, he did everything right, you know. He was walking backwards, but. That's how my cat is like. <laughs> she really blends in with like trees and like you won't it's kind of hard to find her in the backyard you have to like really like it's like playing where's Waldo but I mean she's a, she's a feline like yeah that, that's like, her that's her whole thing like yeah, she's like, she, like she's always hiding and shit mm-hmm. yeah. like for me to find her outside I have to like look around or sometimes she won't even like either yeah. 
you know. Dude, she will like literally kill doves all the fucking time and just leave them there. She won't even bring them. Because they're supposed to bring them to you, like, they don't love you, but she just leaves the fucking doves. Alright guys, we're gonna take a quick intermission. We're coming up on the time limit, so we'll see y'all in part two after this. Have a good one. Hey, what's going on guys? Outlanders of Utah back with the second part to this podcast. Uh, picking up what we left off. Uh, just kind of like close the loop, I guess, with this the second half. The, the other half of the segment. Um, we talked a lot off air, man. We had our little, you know, food break. Little midnight snack, but we're also talking and I think a big thing that not a lot, not enough people have that can really help you in your life is being able to de-escalate a situation both in and out of yourself, you know? What I mean by that is controlling how something affects you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like internally. And your output. And a lot of people aren't very conscious of that fact because, you know, you have a lot of people. I hear from a lot of people. Why am I angry? Why am I sad? Uh, and to a, a part where we were at the beginning, I said, like, um, a, a very important question through life is the why. And sometimes you just got to look at yourself. And, you know, maybe you see some things you don't like and maybe that worries you. You, you know, you kind of got to take a step back and, you know, we're not perfect, mm-hmm. but we can work at it. And a lot of people, to bring it back, just don't take that leap that, well, you know, I'm already broken, so I might as well fuck the world. You know, fuck this. I'm done. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's that de-escalation. And I just want so to talk about like maybe... Well, yes, and it's it's like finding the positive and making that work for you Yeah. Mm-hmm. through the negative. You know what I mean? Definitely. That silver lining is a big part of life. It really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of want to just touch on topics where, where you think maybe this could have helped you better or if you you have a situation in your life that you could go back and kind of use this how would that relate to you you know like hey for example you you were saying that um that guy that almost like tried to get you fired like what the fuck you know it's 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 a piece of shit move by a piece of shit person but at the end of the day it's something you can't control you can't control what the fuck he does just what you do it's funny scenario um Maybe I was upset that he called corporate because I, I wouldn't do that. If I got into an altercation with an employee somewhere, I wouldn't call corporate. I would just go back to that place next time and, you know, shop with a fucking smile on my face to piss them off. And maybe even have them be the ones that service me. Yeah. I want this, this, and this. <clears throat> but that's, that'd be a cocky, you know, a cocky son of a gun to do that. You know, and that's also bad. Whether that result ended like physical or not, and I go back because I want more heat. <clears throat> if you really want to know what the best outcome would be, would be both parties 
being able to apologize and being like, hey, we should grab a, grab a fucking beer, dude. Yeah. Play some pool at the fucking strip club, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That would be the best outcome. Yeah. But sometimes it's not always, you know, sometimes people just do terrible shit and the resolve is never that easy. You know what I'm saying? Um, and ego death, like, <clears throat> basically what ego death is, you uncover yourself. Um, and during that trip, you're so afraid of the consequences because you see the bad shit in your life. Mm. And so now once that trip is over, once your ego deflated a bit, now you move forward um, knowing that there are consequences. You know, and you can't just, you know, be making the, doing the wrong shit all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's also is a big key in helping, you know, after ego death, that's why people try and maintain like calm and not blow up when they're upset, angry. My coworker, uh, he's a loose cannon, but during the month of Ramadan, he likes it to be like peaceful, you know, mm-hmm. he, he likes to, you know, just live in peace and not get in any altercations. Uh, last Ramadan, he was driving on the freeway in a car, uh, cut him off, and he hates to be cut off. He let, he just, you know, was telling the guy, you know, go, it's all right. Um, <clears throat> and then, you know, that guy rolled down his window and started <clears throat> saying shit to him. He didn't mind it, so he just fucking, um, you know, you know, drove in front of him, and then the guy was following him for a couple blocks. So he decided to pull off, and he got of the car and he goes up to the guy's window now the guy doesn't want to get out anymore but by this time he's already left the car and you know he's standing right there and now this guy wants to back up and now he's actually kind of heated um and he's fucking he's he said he told me that he like stopped at the window of the guy and like he closed his eyes and he started you know reciting some prayers from the Quran, mm-hmm. you know, like telling his God, you know, like, you know, to help me, like, calm down and shit. Yeah. And he ended up not touching the guy, just walked back to his car and left. You know, right there, there was no, there was no ego. When, when, when you, when you have that ego death, you don't want consequences. So, yeah. so you choose the right, um, him and being religious, you know, he doesn't want consequences. So he chose the right, the righteous in that moment yeah trying to live righteous is a, is a difficult thing um uh, yeah because wouldn't most of the basic basically no one really makes you mad it's whether you choose to be mad at the situation or not because mm-hmm. oh i heard that back in elementary the theory, i think what the theory of relativity i believe is that nothing is either good or bad until you compare it to something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's facts, man. I wanted to, uh, me and my coworker were chopping it up about something today, and he sent me an article because, um, you know, I was talking to him about, you know, what I think, you know, a good family structure would be. And then he's like, he sent me a fucking link because he saw what I was talking about. He's like, oh shit, I know something is. He's 69 years old. He mm-hmm. always takes, you know, wisdom that he's encountered and, and knowledge that he's encountered. So he sent me this fucking article. And I'll read it to y'all. <clears throat> In 2006, a high school English teacher asked students to write any famous art author and asked for advice. Kurt Vonnegut was the only one to respond. 
and his response is magnificent. So now what I'll read is the letter from this author. He's like, Dear Xavier High School and Miss Lockwood and Messer Perrin, McFeely, Badr, Mar, and Conquista. I guess those are the fucking boards and class or whatever. So I thank you for your friendly letters. You sure know how to cheer up a really old geezer, 84, in his sunset years. I do not make public appearances anymore because I now resemble nothing so much as an iguana. But as for any advice I have, what I will say to you, moreover, it's not going to take long. And he's like, practice any art, music, singing, dancing, acting, drawing, painting, sculpting, poetry, fiction, essays, reportage, no matter how well or badly, not to get money and fame, but to experience becoming, to find out what's inside of you and to make your soul grow. Seriously, I mean, starting right now, do art and do it for the rest of your lives. Draw a funny or nice picture of Miss Lockwood and give it to her. Dance home after school and sing in the shower and on and on. You know, make a face in your mashed potatoes. That part's corny. Pretend you're Count Dracula. That part's corny. Uh, and then he's like, here's an assignment for tonight, and I hope Miss Lockwood would flunk you if you don't do it. Write a six-line poem about anything but rhyme. No fair tennis without a net. Make it as good as you possibly can, but don't tell anybody what you're doing. Don't show it or recite it to anybody. Not even your, your, your girl, your parents, whatever. Teacher even, alright? And he's like, tear it up into pieces and discard it into widely separated, you know, trash bins. And you'll find that you've already been gloriously rewarded for, you know, your what you what you made. So you have experience becoming in a way. You learned a little bit about what's inside you. And you you know, you took in a step towards growth. And he's like, you know, bless you all and shit. And I just think, you know, from a man who is 86, even though we've also, you know, we, we know we've seen life and we've encountered knowledge, uh, wisdom at 86, you just have more experience. So, you know, he, that he broke it down very good for the children and for all, you know, I think that's super important. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. Before, I guess before we wrap it up, I'm gonna try, try something new. What's like, what are, we're, what are we halfway through the year? Almost June, right? Yeah. All right. So, like, so far in 2022, are you guys happy with where you're at? I'm fucking happy. You're happy? Because the beginning of the year was rough. I agree. Uh -huh. What's your, uh, you guys have any goals for the rest of the year? Anything at all? Right now, um, I, like, I've been at the gym for eight months, and right now I'm at, like, a position where I'm still skinny, pretty skinny. Mm -hmm. I don't fill out my shirts, like, how I would like to fill them out. But by the end of the year, I'm going to make sure that I fill out my fucking medium shirts. Oh, yeah. You know? Just beef up a little bit. Um, I also, you know, plan to 
you know, get get my apartment. That's what's up. I am. Actually, start you know being here at studios, drop some music and shit. Oh yeah. But, you know, just make some. I don't want to make a big project or anything. I just I don't mind making making one good song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. What about you, Patrick? Yeah. Um, I just want to like. You know, fucking find myself, you know, just like what Kel was telling me today earlier, just like do like everything, like just enjoy being yeah. in the present moment and just like do little things and see what sparks my interest and I could build on off of that mm-hmm. and just like, you know, uh, build a better future for myself. Yeah. Like w- look where I'm going, not where I'm at, you know yeah. what I'm saying? How old are you? 19. No, you're a kid, bro. You got all the time in the world, man. Yeah. Honestly. Mm-hmm. You got time. But you, Taylor? Yeah. Uh, what was the question again? Like, are you happy with where you're at so far in 2022? And what's the rest of your goal for the year? Like, what do you My hope goal? to achieve? Like, just with anything? Anything, yeah. I want to get more footage. Get more music recorded, too. Make more money. Because like I don't know, I feel like it's just the little things like that I just said, like you know, like getting footage or like making music. Yeah. Like I feel like that could build a lot for you. Mm-hmm. I mean my videos no one really would do that. But I put one in there. <laughs> How about you, Chris? <laughs> I, I want to um, start uh, practicing more on my drum. Okay. And uh, I guess... Uh, find a new kit? <laughs> yeah, basically that, you know. Just, uh, Try to get my license, you know. Yeah. And uh, start thinking about moving out. So master your craft and... Get shit done. It makes me feel bad because all my siblings moved out when they were about my age. Am I getting my embarrassment to my mom? Dude, I asked her that. Know. I asked her that and she was like, no. She was like, your sister got pregnant. Anthony, he was with his girlfriend since going middle school. She was like, obviously, like, they want to they wanna be together. She was like, you're just the type of person that <clears throat> wants to, like, take care of mom. She's like, I'm not trying to be a dick, but your your brother and sisters did rush life. Everything is not rush life, but he not rushed. She didn't say it like that, but she was just more like, they moved out fast, you know. And she said sometimes it makes her sad. She didn't want to grow up. Oh, they don't hear this. But she was just telling me she was like, just don't stay here till you're twenty. She told me that straight up. She's like, if you're here till you're twenty. She was like, I just, she was like, you're my last kid. Yeah. She's like, I just don't want to deal with that. And she was like, I've never had a kid who stayed until they were even 19. Yeah. It's just weird. I feel like it's just a thing in my family that, like, you have, like, it's, like, it was a pattern. Never in my family, they had, like, they had to get up quick. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that, like, me and, like, one of my cousins, like, were just, like, not even sure what to do, you know? But they don't judge us, you know. <coughs> what about you, David? I believe overall, you know, 
pretty good spot. But uh, I hope not the best in my life. This isn't like the best spot I'm in. But mm-hmm. I hope so, hopefully yeah. it comes better. So, okay. uh, my goals for this year, I guess just adding more structure, giving myself a direction. That's really well. Yeah. I don't know, just because I know what I want to be. I obviously don't want to like be mediocre or just living by or just trying to get through life. Mm-hmm. I want to be something big. And that's why I've been quiet most of the time because I actually, uh, that, that shit really hit me where you don't really want to be like with the rest of the group. You want to stand out. Of course. And I think that really speaks to me. So probably, probably nothing too big as a goal, but just, I guess, just, I guess following through with the path. Because now, during this year, I'm finally going to be able to start going to school. So, and some of you already know why I probably didn't go even with the army. But, yeah, now I'm going to start, I'm going to finally start getting back on my path. And, you know, with me living with my parents. I'll, and probably, if that's going to be like that for like the, another six years until like the car payments are made off. But that's mm-hmm. something I just, I was, a sacrifice I was willing to make. Yeah. Yes. Day at a time, brother. Yep. Well, you're uh, Um, I do like where I'm at right now, man. I've seen a lot of growth and change for myself. And I am in a better place than I was a year ago, I would say, mentally. Maybe not physically. But I can things be better, of course, you know? But I know the changes that I need to make to be efficient and making shit better for myself and i like that is my goal for the rest of the year is you know just set those new limitations of you know Mm -hmm. because right now i need to grow out of myself and i know what i need to do to get there and i know what i need to do to make that transition as easy as possible and it's all about having the self-discipline to make the hard choices, you know, and just yeah. do the tough shit, get up, get your ass ready to go to the gym, come home, you know, work on myself. I want to create art, create like art. I want to create shit that I really love, enjoy, but you know, I would rather sit on the couch and like fucking watch something or play something, you know, I, cause yeah, the work does tire me. It gets exhausting physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't completely drain me of anything, because if that was the case, I'd be completely unhappy and I'd, I'd have left already, you know? It's just like um, finding those helping coping skills. Yeah. I have a question. Practicing for you. what I preach. For anyone, like, do you ever feel like when you look back at the times that really hurt you, but you eventually, like, not let it hurt you like you over time it just hurt you less you know you overcame it a bit but at the same time from you overcoming it it makes you sad that you got over like that big loss like you like have you ever like been like fuck dude like like i'm happy i got over but at the same time it makes me sad that i that i lost something like that you know and would you ever if you ever thought but i'm talking about like does it make you sad like like part of you makes you sad that you got over it, you know. But I'm a little confused. Wait, by wait, your question. Like, wait, wait, wait. Can I add on? To that? Like, let's. Okay, listen. No, 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 no. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. All right, so you're asking like, 
Have you ever gone over a situation, but it makes you sad that you've gotten over it because yeah. you were able to overcome it? Not no. like like but let's say that like I'm talking. I'm saying like like what if like you got in a like you were like married to someone like let's say for like okay. five ten years, and like you left them, you know. It, but it still hurt you really bad. I'm just saying, like, this is, like, an example, you know? They hurt you really bad, and, like, you eventually, like, over time, it doesn't hurt you as bad, but the thought of it not hurting you anymore is kind of sad, you know? No, because I feel like whether it's a person or a situation or whatever it is, so obviously, like, it's either, it's three, like, two things. So, like, people come into your life, right? Like, say, say for example, say you lost a person, you lost a girlfriend, a wife, Obviously, people come in for a season, which means they come in temporarily. They come in for a reason, or they come in for a lesson. It's one of those three things. So, like, literally, you come in temporarily. It's all good. It's all, you know, fine and dandy. But maybe it just didn't work out. Then they come in for a reason, right? They come in maybe to make you better, to make you a better person. They bring value to your life. Whatever. Maybe a situation does as well, right? Maybe you get a job at fucking Walmart, and it's good for you. It keeps you on your toes. It keeps you, like, accountable. It brings value to your life. Yeah. Or it's a, a lesson. You get like some crazy ass bitch who has like fine bomb ass pussy, but she's fucking toxic as hell. And she's crazy. She wants to kill you like every day. That's a lesson. So there's certain things like situations and people that come into your life either for a season, a reason, or a lesson. Fuck. I mean, yeah, it sucks that maybe they don't stay in your life or you overcome it. But you shouldn't get sad over it. Yeah. You should learn how to learn from it. Accept yeah. it for what it is. In all honesty, if it still weighs on you and it's but I'm to like the point saying that like like it, it brings you to like a let's say like you cut someone off, like you felt bad about it, but like eventually but, you don't. But, but like, you have to because you have wait, to like can I say something? you have to know your worth though. Can yeah. I say something? So basically, what Kevin said, if you get your heart broken and I'm just talking about anything in general, like family hold on, stuff. Hold on, hold on. So like you said, if you like got over a breakup really quickly but you felt bad that you got over it quickly <coughs> is it you you haven't gotten over it yeah. you 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 want to think that you've gone over it but you haven't mm-hmm. it's still affecting and, you but like so putting you in that negative state I feel like some know. people could get like over like a dead pet you know but like part of them is still sad that they like they've gone past it like they don't cry and like, well yeah and it kind of makes them sad like damn like this doesn't hit me anymore you know like the the reason that it doesn't make them sad kind of makes them sad you know? so if if you if someone like you got over a relation quickly and you didn't think about it let's say like a year goes by and like you're with the person that you got with after your ex and you felt bad that you got over that ex then I, I think you can't feel bad it like say I'm saying like it so like let's say I broke up with my ex and it you, was a toxic you relationship yeah. and like uh yeah like rebounding like I just supporting getting another relationship and I actually thought of my actions a year later yeah. of thinking how the yeah. other person felt. Like my friend, and you should feel bad. But if it's like, if you're already in that relationship in that second, and if you feel bad that, uh, 
that you got in a relationship, I feel like you should talk to the person and maybe give a break with each other and see how you're feeling mentally. Dude, now you're just talking about like how to overcome a relationship. Like you just flipped my whole fucking. Well, no, that's the point. Is if that could if be your relationship the re- with an animal. Because like I'm just saying, like what it. if like let's say your dog died. Yeah. Let no, no, that's what I'm saying. You get a new one, and you're over that dog. Part of you is gonna be sad that of you course. that you've gotten over your dog and that you love this new dog. Like obviously, because my friend, I've seen it. Like I've asked my friends, I'm like, are you like, does it make like you're over your dog, right? They're like, yeah, like I don't like get hurt from it, but like part of me makes it sad that like I like love this new other dog like more now. Like I like. Don't think about my other well, There's nothing wrong with it. Like, yeah. Obviously, like you learn how to like remember <laughs> the good times. But like, my you... point is, I feel like that people will make themselves feel shitty for literally no reason. Yeah, but I feel like that's like a weird thing that everyone does. You well, know? At, like, the, well, at the same time, we we have to do that to ourselves for us to motivate ourselves. If if we look at ourselves like uh, if we were like bringing ourselves down. We can like use that as a positive way of like um, using what we've learned in the past of going through a shitty s- a scenario uh, to make it something to like uh, like thrive off of it and make yourself stronger. If that makes sense. Yeah. So going back to your like, I guess first question. Obviously, you're not over it because you're masking it. You haven't gotten over whatever it is. You might think you have, but you haven't. You're just putting a band-aid over it. Pretty man. much, yeah. you, You're not getting past it. You're, you're deflecting. And, and then you for know, you, saying how like this hole. You saying how like people get. I feel like for me, it's oh, like. Oh, oh, so you saying how like people like, okay, you break up, and then right away you get a new girl, right, or whatever. Obviously, that just comes down to like you not having like. Self love and like validation within yourself, morals. or not even more, not even morals, but like having more like. Boundaries. No, like you don't enjoy your own company. You're not comfortable in your own skin. You need to. You're looking for validation and fucking. Not like, stable. You're looking yourself. for. You're, you're looking for shit in other people. You're yeah. scared to be alone. Exactly. You're trying to get happiness from other people. Where honestly, like that's just selfish. So do you think yeah. us humans should? Uh, learn how to thrive off of being alone. You have to so, learn how. To, well, yeah, but I mean, like, you have to learn how to be able to be like self sufficient. You have to learn like, how to be able to love yourself. Let's say like you were around people like your whole life, and like out of nowhere, you reach a dead end where you're just alone by yourself. Like, do you think it's good to be alone to have yeah. that? Yeah. Good I, skills I and I think of, that if you're alone, of not going going crazy, of like, cause like I know like attention can like play a big part of a human being because they'd like to have all the attention but like once that attention is over you know they're just alone with their own thoughts i feel like a lot of people learn about a lot about themselves when they're when they are alone mm-hmm. honestly mm-hmm. like i can't tell you how many times like when i've been alone especially like at my darkest times like i've really like dug down and like i've learned a lot about myself you know like yeah like don't get me wrong having people around is good you want to surround yourself with good people like, you shouldn't have to look outside of yourself for, like, happiness and love. You should be able to find that within yourself. Yeah. And for you to be able to find that and you're looking for that in somebody else, 
That's just selfish on your end. Honestly. It's selfish and it just keeps you stagnant. It mm-hmm. sets you back. You yeah. Know? So it like is... when you said when like parents try to like use their kids to like things like that, you know. Mm. It's that old adage that everybody knows, but not everybody uses it. Is take a look in the mirror. You know, not not people. Like not many song, people do that, it enough. Like that say. Michael Jackson song. Is yeah. You know, that's, all. that's yeah. like kind of what we're talking about, you know? In fucking life, you'll only get a few certain things. Like, you only get one mother, you know, cherish her, one family, you know, mm-hmm. help them. You only get one you. Enjoy yourself, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You can have a lot of this in this life. You only get one you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <coughs> I fucking wrote this in the shower the other fucking day. I was like... You gotta know that you are of the highest level and quality. And if you view yourself in any other light, what are you doing every day? No. Work on it. Because the life, this life doesn't come twice. So, like, enjoy yourself. I know that um, when someone will say, love yourself more than you love anybody else, I know that just sounds so fucking crazy and far out, but... Sometimes goes crazy and far. It makes out sense to make yourself. Sense. Yep. Because like, I don't know. I feel like you really can't love anyone else until you love yourself. Exactly. It just yeah. mentally you can't because if you try to love <clears throat> someone before loving yourself, you're just gonna hurt them. Passage is not. It's there. just true because it's just it's gonna fuck you up, you know. What, um, so are are you happy with where you're at, Joaquin, and what goals do you have for the end um, of the year? Yeah, I mean, I can't really complain, man, too much, you know, like, I'm not going to sit here and complain about fucking life. It is what it is. Uh, honestly, goals-wise, it's going to sound pretty funny, man, but then I'm going to try to be vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to give that shit a shot. Right. See if I can drop any added weight. Um, I mean, all the bad shit is all like dairy stuff, like milk, cheese. It's all that good shit. Too. Yeah. But yeah. it's good shit, heavy. but it's it clogs your arteries and shit. They go on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I guess just try to be a better person. Try to work more on myself. Um. It's about it, man. I mean, I'm a lot better than what I was last year. There's always room for improvement. I feel like you can never not work on yourself. Yeah. But I can't complain, man. Wait, can I ask you a question? Yeah. You're alive and those you love are, are good and healthy. Exactly. At the end of the day, man, unfortunately, other people always have it worse than you. Can, you I, can I tell something? Yeah. All right. This is no one in the room, but the viewers, I want you guys to reflect on yourself right now and think about your situation and how you feel about it. And if there's anything bothering you, find a way for yourself to fix it. And and if you guys are in a good state where you're at, don't jinx anything for yourself to be in a situation to make yourself feel down. Exactly.
That's why, like, I like I didn't really respond to you when I said when you said how do I feel, because like when I say I feel like when I'm like oh I'm great, I feel like I'm almost like pushing my luck, you know. Like when people ask me how I am, I'm like I'm fine, like I'm not really good or bad ever. Mm-hmm. Like I mean sometimes I feel sure. like kind of shitty, but like yeah. I don't know, it could be worse. Joaquin, I gotta ask you something. Go ahead. Um, like this is kind of off topic, but why do you think? Uh, well, I think it can be on topic, but why do you think people second second guess themselves all the time? In any situation. <laughs> yeah. It's like the reading. It's kind of. It's kind of human. Uh, kind of human nature. I mean. You always try to look at like situations and you look at like obviously the positive and like whatever it is you're trying to achieve, right? So like say if you're trying to go to a doctor, you're trying to get your doctor and you gotta go to med school. Say that works out, you can see the finish line. Obviously you're gonna you're gonna have your own practice, you'll be able to be a doctor. Or then you tell yourself like, Well fuck, well what if this happens? What if that happens? What if I fail this test and I get kicked out and I have to redo all the fucking schooling all over again? Or what if I get this girl knocked up? Or what if I kill... Whatever it is. I feel like people always fucking... Have always second judge themselves or second... Second guess shit, you know? As long as you know... Hey bro, as long as you know... And are aware that... You know, say maybe I am someone that second guesses myself. And now I know that. Um... Anything that you do is gonna be scary because you second guess yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but also knowing that you second guess yourself, you have to have you know faith because it's true. Doing the things that you fear are gonna help you grow. Um, I, this is another fucking shower quote I came up with the other day. Put yourself in something new and uncomfortable. Whether it's good or bad, just allow its lesson and repeat. This is the pattern to grow. You know, something new, something uncomfortable, something scary, putting yourself in it, allowing it to teach you whatever the fuck it may teach you, um, and then repeating it. You keep repeating it, you keep repeating it. Um, I feel like, you know, self-doubt is always there, um, and it's just, it's just doing it anyway, bro. It's just, it's just... You know, knowing that you're gonna be fucking scared anyway. Yeah. You know, but that that doing the, always going with the choice that you fear the most is gonna involve you know the growth. And also, if you are, if you think sane and you're a logical person in this life, you're not gonna do much, bro. Yeah. You gotta be fucking insane enough uh, to to think wild and so far out of fucking reach because. The high, the highest that you fucking aim, even if you fucking fail, bro, you'll land on top of another person's success just because yeah. they didn't aim as high as you. you, did. Yeah, you know what exactly. I'm saying? And, um, you know, like something that helped me is I, I got big with like the the affirmations and shit. You know, like self affirmations, like you are, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, constantly telling myself, you know, all these wild shit, like encouraging myself, building myself up, gassing myself up so highly and consistently. So much that it's like when a rapper tries to come up with a song and he he starts thinking of rhymes all day until it makes his head hurt. For maybe three weeks straight, I was doing this every fucking day, affirmations constantly. Cause you got a, a thousand, you got you have a whole ton of thoughts that you think of throughout the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and you can al- always replace it with like a positive one. Like if you're very low in self-esteem, which you know perhaps I think I was, I was probably. But then in three weeks after you know constantly and religiously repeating these affirmations to myself, um, even when I didn't think they were true, because you don't think it's true. But if you keep repeating it like a fucking madman and you're crazy about it, like you, you say, fuck the reality I live in, I'm going to make my own reality in here. <clears throat> um, you start to believe your words and the power of your tongue and shit. And eventually you won't have, I won't have to fucking look at myself in the mirror and say, and say like, I am the fucking best, you know, without a doubt. I won't. I won't have to say that in the mirror because I've said it to myself so many times. It's just something I know now. It's something I know. And that's confidence is work. Building yourself is work. And if you dedicate three weeks, bro, that's all it took to, for sort of me to cross the threshold. And, you know, in those, you know, three weeks after that, I became more like shit to where I'm building myself up. Yeah. Dedicate yourself to yourself. Like, go ahead, man. How much for the therapy session? Dude, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the thing, bro. Like, people keep constantly telling me, like, that I should take therapy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that's, like, become the norm in the past couple fucking weeks. But, like, um, true shit. Like, I feel the... Now, like, my... Like, this... Ever since, like, I became uh, a dad, and, you know, I also built built myself up, I've climbed like in sales heavy in my job, you know, like I told my, I told my manager, like I already got the two assistant managers out of the way. Like I've already, you know, I beat them in sales every week. Now I'm going to be at your heels and shit. I told my manager that and she's like, good. Like I want my employees to try and challenge themselves yeah. to sell more than me. You know what I mean? Um, and also like, I feel like back then, when I was a youngster, like your guys' days, I would chase women. And now, I don't. Like, I truly consider myself a dilf. You know what I'm saying? And I got a daughter to take care of. You know, and even though me and baby moms is not, like, on, like, romantic terms. Yeah. Um, I don't put my focus or attention on any other woman. Um, because it has to go to them, you know? That doesn't mean, like, if a woman messages me, I won't respond. My thing is just like, I know my fucking value. I know I'm fucking dope. So it's like, I have like a Facebook dating and I I, 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 I let them know that I don't message first. So if anybody wants to talk to me, come talk to me. I'll respond and I won't ignore and I won't invite you out either. I, if, I can't be spending no money on bitches. You know what I mean? So if I talk to them, and then I let them, the conversation goes on for so long, they're like, oh, now I want to meet. I wait for them to invite me. Because then, they're fucking obliged to pay the food. 
That's how fucking much my ego has gone. Like I wouldn't even buy a girl McDonald's at this point. I know my fucking value. You know what You're I'm making saying? them take you know what's, initiative. You know what was surprising to me though? I was with I was I was like hooking up with this one chick, and like we were getting food, and I was gonna pay for her, and she was like, nah. She was like, I'm gonna break that shit. Like guys always having to pay. She's like, I'll split it. And I was like, no, nah, it's chilling. And she was like, no. She's like, fuck you, dude. And she literally said that. And I was like, all right. I'm like, if you say so. I'm like, okay. But like, yeah, she she was willing to pay for herself. I'm like, okay. Did it? Yeah. No, bro. Like, you have to know that. I don't know your worth. worth. Yeah, I don't know your worth. The highest fucking value, bro, and quality. And and you have a, a life that you deserve to give yourself and all of these vices and shit. Mm-hmm. It's a distraction. Focus on what you really want to cook up and cook really? And put all the other distractions on the fucking back burner. And that includes these bitches, bro. Bitches are the biggest fucking distraction, dog. There was a meme. And it was a uh, Harley Quinn, in the cartoon version, like some skimpy ass outfit. Her fucking tits and ass are huge because like it looks like cartoon hentai or some shit. But it was actually the fucking show. And the caption on it was, if Harley Quinn was um, getting this done, like dressed like this, walking around the Suicide Squad headquarters, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be getting no, amount, no amount of villainy done. No villain shit, bro. Someone fucking commented on it. And it was an MF, they had an MF Doom logo. MF Doom always keeps it real, so you know this person is real. And he's like, and he's like, that's why you're not a fucking villain. He's like, you're, you're letting your, you're letting a little pussy distract you from the main mission. Yeah. yeah. Shit. So don't let anything distract you from your main mission in life, nigga. And you're really putting the pussy on a pedestal. You're, yeah, if you're, you're not looking at the work, big picture, yeah. Exactly. You know you don't got to chase. Huh? It's true. It's you don't. the effort of, of not trying and, and really don't just... Don't put the pussy on the pedestal. But you should never chase, though. You should always attract. It's a, yeah. yeah, it's a flow stage. Exactly. And, yeah. and always try and reach that frequency. If you want a natural... If you want a healthy, natural state, it's got to come naturally. Fuck these bitches, David. Fuck these bitches. No, actually, no, he's fuck talking these literally. No, I'm talking. Both. No, I'm literally talking like know your worth. Oh, like I thought you were talking I about like literally. Myself, like, I yeah. feel like I, I like how girls wanna like say like like they go ranting about like we should be all equal and like. I saw this video where this girl is like, yeah. um, can a gentleman, can there be a gentleman that would give up their seat? I mean, like, like, to the airplane. you want to be equal, but like, yeah, if I want to be a gentleman, like, I'll think, like, I'll put, I, I'll give up my seat for you, but like, aren't we equal? So like, you can stand and like, I'm going to treat you like how everyone else would be treated like a dude, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't like, you know, like, give up my suit, seat for like, some like, this crack. You wouldn't give you up your seat for your grandma, dude? <laughs> but then that comes with morals, though, you know, like, if, if this is like a young woman, you know, mm-hmm. like, I, I would just let her, you know, stand. Like, you what know, if it was your girl? If, well, then again, that comes with my morals, like, you know, like, I've never heard anyone, yeah, hold the door open for some random lady. Uh, yeah. Fucking weird. That's some, like, stalker shit. 
What? I don't know. The fuck are you doing? I've never like seen anyone just randomly like see like a like a woman specifically like he just said like head to a door and a guy just goes open that for you. I mean, I'm not gonna like fucking run to the door and grab it for them, but if I'm there, then I'll hold it for them. Well, yeah. yeah. That's what I thought he meant. I mean, you know. That's not what he said, though. I mean, I'll still like hold the door open, like if the guy was walking by too. Nah, fuck that nigga. Nah. I'll hold the door for anybody, bro. If I'm like there, I'm yeah. like, I'm not, if we're like coming at the same time, I'm not yeah. gonna like fucking run like the goddamn Green Ranger and yeah, hold the door it. for you, but, yeah. you know. You still gotta have like morals for yourself and like have respect and shit. You know? I will if they're older. One time, like my mom. Oh, yeah. Of course. Like, like, if they're obviously older than you. One time, like, that's, that's really like time, for yeah. some reason. But like, someone... if, if it's just like some Karen, then nah, I'm not yeah. gonna give up my seat for a Karen. Yeah, I mean, I have if it's like a bitchy bitch. ass yeah. person, like nah, like I'll give up my seat for Kanye. I mean, and if, <laughs> but if it was like someone who was pregnant, then I'd be like, yeah, you. Need Sit down. I've kind of stopped yeah. holding the door for people at times, like especially like women. Like there was this one time I held the door. I forgot where we were. Me and this fool, we were coming from somewhere, and I held the door for somebody. And um, I held the door for someone, like this chick, and she didn't say thank you, and she was just like ranting on and on about like how like guys aren't shit. I was like, you're welcome, bitch. I was fucking pissed. I was like, you're welcome, you fucking dumbass bitch. And she's like, what? I'm like, bitch, you heard me? Like, the fuck? Like, I'm not expecting you to, like, fucking get on your knees and suck my dick, but, like, fuck, bro, at least have, like, some decency of, like, a human and be like, hey, yo, thank you. Like, at least I would be like, hey, oh, shit. Every time someone, holds, like, holds the door for me, I'm always like, hey, thank you. Whether they're young or they're older, you know? It's just one of those things where, like, I feel like people, whatever, regardless of the sex, male, female, a lot of people don't have any, like, common fucking, like, morals or respect anymore. Yeah, because, like, like, when it comes down to it, you can just, like, completely, like, just shut the door on them and, like, be a complete dickhead, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, but, like, if they're, like, probably, like, little, like 12 feet away, I mean, hey, I'm just going to shut it, you know? Yeah. Like, like, you can open it, like. Oh, yeah, Christian, guess what I was thinking? But, like, then again, if it's, like, someone older, you know? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I would, I would take my time because, like, you know, for me to be respectful, you know? But, like, if I can obviously that, you know, that they're well capable of doing some simple task of opening yeah. the door, I'll be like, all right, you can open the door. Christian. I just want to get my chips and dip, you know? Chips and dip. Yeah. <clears throat> I want to share something with y'all, and I think it's going to be fucking useful because I use it every day. Um, you know, I, I don't, I, I probably, I'm not the person to create it. It just came to me as a realization one day. Um, it's easy to get flustered, bro, when you, when you, when you have something to do, it's easy to fucking procrastinate it, uh, especially for me, bro, like, I find it hard to, you know, fucking do the laundry, dog, like, fold the laundry, I I find it hard to, like, make time to cook for myself, or to go to the fucking gym, or to, like, practice my craft and shit, you know what I mean, to, you know, still make time for people in my life, I find that fucking hard, because, I can get stuff like scrolling on social media or like, um, you know, who fucking said that they want to fucking practice something, but you know, sometimes they just like chill on the couch and shit. You got to break it down because your brain works weird. You have to break it down into simple, simple fucking steps. What I do when I'm I'm in my kitchen and then I hear the fucking 
washing machine load finish. You know, I should put it in the dryer and I also gotta cook on myself. I'm already in the fucking kitchen, but I'm 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 on my fucking phone and I'm scrolling, bro. And I know I am, because you're aware when you procrastinate. You just keep fucking going though, cause like you're literally you're literally like your mind is on numb. It's yeah. sort of like mind control type shit. But what you gotta do is break it down into simple, simple fucking steps, one thing at a time. And I don't mean you're not supposed to think, okay, just you know, let go of the phone and, and you know go change the laundry. Nah, you gotta break it down even into more fucking simpler steps so you can fucking uh, so yourself can understand it. Which would be which would be fuck like. If I'm on Facebook, bro, and I'm mindlessly scrolling and shit, the next easiest step, putting your phone down is, is way too many steps ahead. You gotta start with the easiest fucking step, which is swiping up at the bottom, bro, to fucking go to the home screen. Yeah. The next easiest step is to just place your finger on the off button. Yeah. One tiny step at a time, bro. Boom. You know? Because uh, whatever step is the closest, you're more likely to do. You know, then you put the phone down. You're already like four steps in. All right, now all I gotta do is get up and walk to the fucking laundry, bro. I do shit. I, I break shit up like one small thing at a time. Like when I'm when I'm chilling on the fucking couch and I've been chilling on the fucking couch for like a two hours, scrolling on my phone, and I realize, yo, I need to fucking hit the gym. <clears throat> you know, same process. Put my phone down, and then it's like, all right. Just lift your fucking self off the couch, bro. Make these fucking legs work. Um, and then, you know, I go and I get my my gym clothes on. And then I, I tell myself, I'm just going to fucking drive to the gym. That don't fucking mean I'm going to go inside, dog. Yeah. But I drive to the fucking gym and once I'm there, I'm, I'm already so far in that shit. Of course I'm going to do it, you know? But if you think about the whole fucking process of it, it feels like, oh, fuck, so many steps. And you already get flustered and you're like, fuck that. I'm going to keep... Wasting yeah. time, bro. So just break it down into simple steps, one thing at a time. See the next step and reach for it, you know? That's how discipline, you know, that's how you'll grow in discipline. Um, and I would I would highly suggest you guys apply that to like when you need to make time for yourself to be creative, you know, or you know, or focus on some some type of you know, whatever fucking business you should be trying to get into. The way I think is crazy, bro. Um, it's a good way of thinking, man. Not it is. If I if I wasn't fucking, you know, if I had stayed, you know, sane, if I had kept thinking normally instead of always challenging myself to think as big as I can, like I'll just you'll be fine as long as you try and think as big as you fucking can, bro. You know. You'll be fucking fine. And ground yourself in who you are as a person. You know? Um, when... Because as long as your foundation for what you what you try and make of your life, as long as your foundation is in doing things that you enjoy, there's no fucking way that it won't work out. Because, like, if you base it in love and something you actually fucking care about, that is not the recipe for failure. You know? So each and every one of you, you'll be fucking good. Like you guys aren't even at your fucking peak right now. You guys are li- will literally. I think about that every day, man. Like sometimes, like I'll see like people my age, like I'm like, oh, like don't like act like they have everything set, like brag about it. I'm like, bro, like, 
when you have shit figured out, man, I'm like, and like sometimes I'll like think to myself with like music in my band, I'm like, fuck, what if I don't have enough time? And my homie Ryder, you know, he's like this big hippie kid, and like he's always like tripping, like every other weekend on mushrooms, and he's like so spiritual, and he's like, bro, like, don't think like that. And he was like, every moment in life is an experience, no matter what it is. And he was like, we're, we have so much time ahead of us. Like, he's like, don't, don't try to think you're going to settle. You know? The, the thing with the trap that I got into with acid was every time I took it, it was something so profound. And I, I was always learning something new until I wasn't learning anything new anymore. And I just like to trip, just to trip. Um, the acid had already gave me the answer and then I kept taking it. It's like taking, you know, tests over and over again yeah. that you will already know the answer to. Why am I Did you wish you didn't answer? do that? Huh? You wish you didn't do that? I don't fucking regret anything yeah. in my life. Well, that, I meant like, not like that, but like, do you think it would have been differently if you just only did it once? Um... Yeah, I, have, I had to do it a lot of times until I had my fucking... You know, bad trip. Uh, I don't remember that shit. I've never had a bad trip, but like when I did a shit ton, I was like, I don't think I need to anymore. Because I was like, I've experienced like the maximum. But yeah, man, I mean, in order for like the the way he thinks, the way I think, like obviously we're older than you guys. I'm the oldest one here. But like we've been through some shit. We've had our experiences. That's why we think the way we think now. You're gonna go through your own experience, you're gonna go through your own hardships, and you'll think a certain way as well, you know? So, like, in order to, like, get comfortable, you have to go through, like, some uncomfortable shit. You have to be willing to, like, to be willing to grow and change, you have to do things that you're not comfortable with, you know? So, I don't know, man, honestly, like, I appreciate all you guys for coming through, coming to hang out with us and shit. It's good to see you, Piero. Honestly, man, thanks for coming through. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, I know you guys are, like, half asleep and shit, so. Yeah, yeah I think we'll end it out here. Anyone have anything? You guys want to plug anything in? Just one thing really quick is, like, it's crazy, uh, Piero, something that I think you could really use right now. So. You've been right. saying how uh, these people are <laughs> saying you need <laughs> a little more snow. But on some real shit, it, don't listen to these fucking jerk-offs that, have their own problems and are trying to tell you what to do because like in all honesty the shit that we've been on tonight is some of the sanest shit i've heard all week man and i'm supposed to be surrounded by people that are role models and know what the fuck they're doing you know and yeah some of them do you know some of them really got it and can really help and even help me but it's like just really quick um you're on a trajectory that I feel like you yourself is gonna put you on exactly put you on to something and just know that like I I speak for myself but I think everybody else in the room can feel it is you you are on your own level and we all acknowledge that and it brings like a new fun I already respected you you're a really good homie you know you're a good friend of me and like you've helped me through some of my own shit Uh, I've talked to you about this before but it's like a newfound respect for you as well. You know? Same, same. What was your question, though? Oh, I forgot. I was listening to that. I have one but more thing. It was that important, I guess. Because uh, we're on, we're we're talking about like mental strength. 
shit, I have one more thing. I, I know I fucking keep sharing shit, but like this also did help me. I was talking to my manager and she um, moved to the company from Texas. So um, years ago, maybe like five years ago, she was married, bro. And she had been married to this man for a long time and they had kids who were like adults already. And they had established a business together and they were thriving. We were, that, how we started talking about this is um, I asked her if she believes, like, if you pray, do you believe in God? And she's like, yeah, I go to a sermon every whatever with my mom. And she's like, but I wasn't always too religious. And I was like, how come? And she was like, when my divorce happened, um, she's like, I prayed to God. Like, I prayed to God a lot, all the fucking time, constantly. And I begged him. Like, for my marriage to please work. And her marriage didn't work, you know? Even though they had already basically achieved a life together, he fucking cheated on her, left her for someone 10 years younger. You know, some, and and that fuck, that shit destroyed it. She, she said she felt jaded. And jaded, I had to look it up. I didn't know what the fuck it meant. Jaded just means, like, when you're in one form and then something changes you. Yeah. Yeah, that shit, like, hardened her, you know? Her faith was weak. Go. Um, it's kind of a little unrelated. I figured out though how we we could also make a podcast while recording it. What the? Yeah, I'll tell you later. Okay. But it's really cool. And I was thinking like we could just have one angle, and I think that like 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 clean out the area, you know. Yeah. I think that'd make it. Anyways, Gorgeous. I'll probably wear a mask. Tight then. Gorbu. Oh, so she became jaded by it. Her faith in God became weak. Um, and it was at a time where, like, my faith was, like, super fucking strong. Like, I kept giving thanks to God because things were going so fucking good. Right? And I was also on that heavy self-affirmation thing, building myself up. And then everything that she was telling me, while she was telling me, I realized it. Okay, this is what you are not supposed to do. What happened yeah. to her was terrible, bro. Yeah. It was awful, you know? And life is life will be sour at times and shit. There are things worse than a divorce that will that may that you may encounter in your lifetime. Yeah. Shit that's gonna fucking break you like down. Something terrible might happen to you. And I'm not fucking knock on wood, I'm not saying You'll face something hard in life, bro. That's harder than a fucking divorce. For sure. And you don't want to be like her, where you lose fucking faith, bro. Got to know that there's something going to come my fucking way. And I'll never fucking weaken my faith, dog. Because if I lose my faith in God, if God is, you know, we're all one and shit. Mm -hmm. If I lose faith in God, bro, I lose faith in myself, bro. And that's what you're not about to do, bro, like. You gotta be ready to fucking move any mountain, dog. You always gotta know there's always something bigger and better. Even if it's like the worst fucking piece of shit situation. Mm-hmm. More than a divorce or whatever we the case might be, but... Yeah. Definitely. But... Yeah. Um, thank you guys for your time. Uh, I really enjoyed this one. It was real with all y'all, so... Uh, goodbye, good luck.
night, cocksuckers. I love y'all. Peace.